Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <laughs> You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. Even though we are still, we still have one. Oh God. Keep that in. Don't cut that out. <laughs> You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. Even though we still have one more show to release in 2020, next week's episode is a somebody session. So this week, we're going to be reviewing our year in hell, including a look back and a look forward toward a hopefully brighter future in 2021. Plus, Nebraska Bryce returns, and we'll see if we get Annie's approval on some of today's top headlines. Stay tuned. All right, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do. Talked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. Hi, everybody. Hi, Annie. Hi. I feel like we have a... A different computer this week so fingers crossed that i am in 2020 and not 1943 <laughs> you already look and sound better let's just put it that perfect way. that's all that matters it's really and and only it, no one wants to hear from me so this is a good thing um for you that's too. true i think that's why um our ratings dropped the last couple weeks <laughs> Because I've just been talking so much. Yeah, it's just, no, I'm just kidding. Because when, when I cut out, people stop tuning in. <laughs> well, I feel like we haven't, I've, I've, I'm excited to catch up with you, just the two of us, because I feel like this hasn't happened. We had a somebody session. We had my brothers on last week. We have a somebody session next week. Yeah, we, we, we really there were holidays, haven't. The holidays, you know, we just haven't really gotten our quality time together. I know. I, I mean... Probably I mean, depends who you're talking to. One of us might think we feel lucky. Yeah, true. Um, but let's get let's get right to it. Let's. What are your peaks and what is your peak in Valley this week? Uh, my peak is that I had a sister weekend mm. last weekend with Emily. Um, oh, how was that? It was so much fun. We just we really have never done that like in our adult lives. So it was just I know that's surprising crazy. to me a little yeah. bit. Well, yeah, we've never done anything where it's like just the two of us. Okay. Yeah. So, um, can you hear that music? Barely. I mean, are we going to get copywritten? (laughs) No, T's just playing uh, a video game. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, no. But so that's my peak of the week. Yeah, but you're fine. It's very late. Um, And then my valley of the week is that I'm not in Omaha yet. (laughs) Yeah. We miss you here. We miss, like, you know, I'd love well, to be welcoming you. Well, now that you've moved back permanently, um, <laughs> I honestly will, might keep my distance. And yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I know. I mean, I think, I think you'll really enjoy coming back here and I mean, because there's nothing to do. So you'll just really get to spend. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed spending some serious, almost too much quality time with my family. They've certainly had enough of me, but, um, but you know, they, it's been very nice. And I think that I feel like once you get back here, you'll, you'll see it. I'm just very ready to kind of like, feel like I'm escaping because LA has just shut down again. Again. So yeah. 
Well, and also remember, <laughs> did I do we? One of us, I feel like, sent that calendar that was like the December calendar of like, it's like the first week of December, you're pretending to work. And then the second week of December, you're not even pretending yeah. to work anymore. <laughs> that's, you know that's what's crazy is that I've actually, with work, been very busy just because oh, yeah. trying to get everything in before the end of the year has been kind of. Hectic, that's, but that's annoying. I mean, it's like it's the end of the year. It's so annoying. I know, but, but my it brother makes Jack me like, is the same way. Yeah, but it makes me like that much more appreciative for the time off. Yeah, true. Yeah, very true. Well, okay. So uh, my peak is that I've been since I've been home, and there's nothing to do here. Um, I've been listening to a lot of great podcasts. Um, Pod Save America, Shameless, which you and I have both talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I Not recently Shameless. No, 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 Smartless. Oh, Smartless. Yeah. Oh, it says smartless on my on Bryce on uh on producer Bryce's Bryce's, form. Yeah, it's on his on his uh on his rundown, but I said shameless. Yeah, that's okay. TV show. Reading Uh, is hard too. It is. It's very, it's very difficult. I told you I'm not even pretending to work uh this week. So um, (laughs) but I recently discovered uh this is important with the workaholics guys. We had Brittany Devine on a couple weeks ago on our podcast, and at her brother Adam Devine. Uh, does this podcast with his workaholics buddies and it is hysterical. Like I have not laughed out loud at a podcast as frequently as I did with them. It's also just like, I mean, it is like a lot of male humor. It's by far the most masculine thing I've done in weeks. Um, well, so, that's not surprising. <laughs> so it's like to listen to that, but I mean, it, it gave me some ideas for our show. Like, I mean, the episode that I just listened to, they were basically like, if you guys, if we, cause he does it with the four, four guy, Blake Durs, and then the director, Kyle, um, no, that uh, would be funny. Those guys are hilarious. They're hilarious. And like, honestly, I mean, I was just kind of listening to it because, you know, oh, just check it out. You know, Adam's from Omaha and, you know, friends with, we're friends with Brittany. And so I, I just wanted to see what it was like. And I mean, I, I'm not kidding you. I was laughing out loud hysterically. But what they like, for example, they had they were like, if the four of us were in a death a death match, like a cage death match. What weapon would you bring? And like, who would win? And I was just like, that is so random. That's amazing. But like, we have to figure that we have to do stuff like that in the new year. Let's do. What would you answer that question for us? Like now? Well, I mean, you would win, obviously, One, but um, 100%. I don't know what weapon I would bring. Like maybe a um, one, like you know the you know the spike with a ch- the chain with a spike at the end. Like it, yeah. they wouldn't use like medieval weapons. Okay, I would I mean, if I were fighting you in a cage match and was allowed one weapon, I would. I would turn down the weapon and just use my hands. I was just going to say that. I was going to be like, hey, like one, two, like <laughs> fist one and fist two. You got two guns. Yes. Um, oh, no. It was, it, but they do stuff like really weird, funny stuff like that. I love that. We should start doing things like that. Yeah. Um, and then my valley was that you're going to love this. Uh, I, uh, since, as I've spoken about this, I love the sauna sitting in this, going into the infrared sauna. And, oh, no. Yeah, uh, you you know what's happening. You're coming, um, but so I I had to when I came back here. I mean, I love Burbank Infrared Sauna. That's my that's my mainstay. It just helped. Like uh, people were asking me why do I do this, but I was like, I mean, it helps with anxiety. It helps with stress, a- anti aging. There's several different. Be- there's several benefits, but I feel like it just like de stresses me. Um, but anyway, so I have I I found a place in Omaha that has an infrared sauna. It's actually my brother's girlfriend uh, works at at a place that has one. It's like a 
it's it's called skilled health and it's in gretna nebraska which that means nothing to anyone on this show so um but i was in the sauna and i was caught uh blaring and belting out the song wagon wheel by darius rucker at her by the owner who then came up to her and was like, wow. And she was fine. The owner was fine with it. She's like, wow, he's really uh, jamming in there. You know, just saying like, rock me, mama, like a wagon. Did you people couldn't hear you? I didn't think anyone could hear me. I didn't know Why? the walls were that thin. Where I, first of all, I'm in, in, in an enclosed sauna. Like, I didn't think it's, that there was, I didn't, I mean, I thought that the sound barrier was obsolete. You're not like in a bunker. I now I know. Oh my God. Annie, it was mortifying. And then my brother's girlfriend was like, she was, she was fine with it too. She was actually, she's so sweet. She was like, I just don't want him to feel, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want him to feel bad. It's Jack's girlfriend. But uh, she was like, I just wouldn't want him to feel bad and like not want to come back because of like this embarrassing thing. And Jack was like, Allie, if Bryce, in the grand scheme of things, no, but Allie, he was like, Allie, Bryce, if you would have told Bryce that, like, if you, if you hadn't told him that he probably would have loved that. He probably would have sang louder. <laughs> like, he was just Yeah. Like, <laughs> Facts. Which like, is horrifying. 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 And I just felt bad because I didn't want to be like, if someone's getting like a, a deep tissue, like, you know, cranial back not cranial back massage that doesn't make any sense if anyone's getting a getting some like deep tissue back massage and they're being like you know interrupted by me singing Darius Rucker's wagon wheel then I would be a little bit upset I would I would feel bad you know I think you should feel bad regardless (laughs) I think that's what I need to work on yeah. 2021. Like, let's yeah. Focus like, on sometimes our awareness. actions don't need to, like, be very specific to just feel bad about. Like, sometimes you should just not. No, but actually, in the grand scheme of things that you do, this is on, like, the less embarrassing side. <laughs> that is so, so sad. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, I wanted, I did, since we, since we, after the holidays, I know that you went to North Carolina. Yes, I did. And, um, but I wanted to ask about your travel experience. You mentioned it a little bit earlier about how, you know, that uh, LA is shutting down and there's a lot more restrictions at this point. Did you, because you were texting me and Ariel in the airport and you were saying how like, okay, there might be a mandatory like quarantining again. Um, Like once you got to the airport, so explain that to. So right now in the state of California, there is a recommended, as far as I know, Um, it is still recommended and not a mandate, uh, recommended 14 day quarantine after you travel back into the state, um, from some other state. So you have to sign a form actually, like when you fly in, just stating that you're aware of that recommended quarantine. Um, when I was on my way back from North Carolina and just for everyone, this, cause I understand that me traveling at this time may rub some people the wrong way. Um, I also traveled, so. Yeah, and I just think it's important. Like, I am very careful. I wear a mask always. Like, I really am taking all the precautions. Um, But like, I want to stop. I just want to stop you right there, just so because I want to piggyback on what you said as well. When I traveled, I did the same thing. Yeah. You also already had COVID. I have not. 
I have not had a I have not had like full aware like fully know that I've had it. So I just want everybody to know I was also traveling, but I was safe about it as well. And you know, you gotta I brought hand wipe I brought like wipes yeah. and gloves and everything else, a mask obviously, but right. I just didn't want you to be out on an island by yourself there. Thank I you. I appreciate like, that. I definitely was doing the same thing and you actually yeah. had a better, better track or better reasoning. Um but yeah, I was, well, I mean, there is still a chance I can get reinfected. And so I do, I'm still following like all of the recommended of guidelines and things like that in terms of all of everything. Um, but when I was traveling back from North Carolina, my layover was in New York. And as soon as you get off the plane in New York, you are met by an officer of the National Guard. And... They want, they're basically tracking every person that comes into the state of New York um, and like following up with them. There is a, there is a mandatory 14 day quarantine in New York. So they're basically, they want to find out where you're staying and where you're planning on doing the quarantine. I had to, I explained to them that like, that was not my final destination and I was not leaving the airport. And then I had to give proof of my flight number and show them my boarding pass and all of that stuff. So um, that was like the most extreme thing I've seen in all of quarantine because no other airport that I've been to has done that. Um, but yeah, you do have to sign a form when you enter back into California stating that you're aware of the recommended quarantine that you, um, and that if they find out that you did not sign this form, then it is a $500 fine. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have the form for you, so I'll send it to you when you travel you. back. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so I want to tell you because Nebraska Bryce has returned. Um, oh, no. And um, I've basically just been eating a rolling conveyor belt of cookie dough since I've been here. Um, so you can look forward to that. When you I back. do actually. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. I mean, at least you have sort of a timetable of like when you're going to be there and when you're not going to be there. So you know, I am just here. I mean, apparently indefinitely. So <laughs> it's like I could eat cookie dough once and you know go hog wild, and then you know I'd be flying back to LA and never speak of it again. Um, but that's not the case. So I just have it's just like constant do you do you eat cookie dough over the trash can too? No, I actually, I don't, but I will go into the kitchen when everyone has like left, I, like my whole family is gone and I'll eat it like a raccoon, um, in, in like in a private room in the dark. Usually there's okay. we have a, like a little, we have a little like, um, pantry room off of our kitchen that I'll go into. It's very dark. And, uh, are you in there because you're hiding from your family or because you're hiding from yourself? I'm both actually. Okay. Uh, I want to just make sure that no one can see me and that I can't see myself really. Cause as you know, I'll that's what I feel like the, the main one is. <laughs> yeah. I'll usually stand in front of a mirror and, and, you know, call, call myself a little piggy, little miss piggy, oink, oink, um, you know, that kind of stuff or yeah. you know, that cow or, you know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of animal um, derogatory animal names that I give myself, yeah, and even more things to unpack in therapy. Absolutely, um, but I've also you'll love this too. I, I've also been sleeping with the window open uh, almost every night, and it's been you know around forty degrees most nights. And then I wonder um, the next day why I have a runny nose. <laughs> why are you doing that? Because I get so hot. 
I get so hot at night and I put like a fan on. I have I have a fan on me as well. Okay. Are you going through menopause or Uh, maybe. Okay. I, I have not ruled that out. Okay. Uh, actually, but I uh, mean, I'm adding it to my list. So. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's been very. It, I don't. I don't really. I don't really understand why. And then I, you know, am like wondering why I'm not getting great night's sleep. But I can't not be have the window open. It's just like I don't know what the problem is. So that's something else to work out, but that's Nebraska Bryce. I guess he just, he wants to uh, shiver sleep. If you, you know, wrestlers do that, they shiver sleep mm-hmm. in order to maintain, to get, to get down to a weight. So it is, it is probably a uh, exercised, some sort of weight management thing in my subconscious brain that's happening over there. Okay, have, um, you the last- your, have you called your therapist since you've been in Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> I think I need. I think I need a regional. I think I need regional therapists. I think I, I, I feel like oh, I, I can maybe Nebraska. find some recommendations for you. I'm a therapist in Nebraska, and then also one in LA because I'm clearly two separate people there. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I think they need their own therapist, and something is going on in my hair that I cannot figure out what's happening. I mean, there's a lot happening with it, but anyway, um, I noticed, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last thing that I want, and no one can see this anyway. I mean. The last thing I wanted to tell you is the biggest difference that I've found uh, between, let's say, Omaha and Los Angeles, not Nebraska, California, but um, the use of public toilets with relative ease in Nebraska. Like you, like if I am so, okay, let's just back up for a second. As everyone probably knows, I have some issues, bladder issues. So Every time I go somewhere, say in Los Angeles, if I drive anywhere, the grocery store, you know, uh, my therapist's office, uh, the home home depot, I'm not really whatever wherever I'm going, um, I have to know where the bathroom is, or if I can use it. Mm-hmm. So most of the time in LA, you can't use a public toilet be, or without like a code or like you know they don't have one or it's out of because use. of homeless people. Typically. Because of homeless people. So in Nebraska, you can. I I am shocked. I went to I went to a gas station um, the other day and I was like really had to go to the bathroom and I was like, hey, you know, I mean, is there a key that I can use for the bathroom or what's the code to the bathroom? And like, we don't have any of that. There's just the door. It's unlocked. So go, go have at it. And I was just, I was so relieved. It actually brightened my whole entire day that I was oh, like, I'm glad. wow, how can this possibly be? So it's um, because of the homeless population. Yeah. I, 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 I see that. I see that now. Um, it took but that is home. actually, I do know that feeling because I work out of my car for most, for the most part. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I have to know where all the, available bathrooms are as well. That's, that is a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. I don't know how I would do working out of my car. That would be some, that would be a non, that would be a non agreeable. I don't necessarily know how you would do. I know you would not do well. So the level of how There would be so many, there would be so many Starbucks, Trenta cups of urine in my car. Ew. I'm just telling you, that's what would happen. That's so gross. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on from this uh, from bathroom talk. My mom's gonna yeah. laugh. She's gonna. She's like, we really don't need to talk about your bathroom. Uh, yeah, issues all the time on the podcast, so she'll love this. Um, okay, so I wanted us to reflect on our m- respective miserable years. 
Okay. So I found these year-end questions to ponder on Forbes.com. Uh, just as a disclaimer, these were written in 2018 because literally zero people want to reflect on the year that is slash was 2020. So Fair. just to put that out there. But uh, we don't have to go through all these. I just thought these would be kind of fun too. We've, we've kind of spoken about some of these, but I thought okay. this would be a good list. So <clears throat> if this year were a movie... So say you're, you would be, it's not from your perspective, but from someone else's perspective, what happened? Like, how would you explain this year? I mean, I would just, has anyone seen the movie Contagion? <laughs> <laughs> because that's what happened. <laughs> like I, almost to a T. I was going to say, I don't know what happened, but I know the title of the movie. It would be Armageddon or Apocalypse Now or The Day the Earth Stood Still or This is the End or Contagion. Have you seen Contagion? No, I I, I still haven't seen it. I know. I need to watch it. I thought it was too close to home. I thought it was way too close to home. It is quite literally about a virus and a global pandemic that starts in China and wrecks the world. But it's this right, is it's like a identical virus, isn't it? Isn't it I like think it's like kind of like virus? a zombie type thing, yeah. Okay, so it's a little bit. It's 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 not quite as horrific. I mean, it's more horrific than what's happening. But I I know I need to watch it. I just kept feeling like every single time I, because then they were like, <laughs> it would be on Amazon for like ninety nine cents. You could rent yeah. the movie. Like, okay, I think why it's are, on Netflix. I mean, but they should be like, hey, you should like $30 so people don't watch it I feel like mental health would not have taken it at any point yeah. in time maybe now when the vaccine is coming out I can say okay now I can like separate myself but it just felt a little too close to home even though mind you I would watch like any other apocalyptic earth right. shattering film with no problem but um okay what so next question, what worked well that you're grateful for? Um, I think I've said this before. I'm grateful for the fact that I think in quarantine, like T and I just navigated quarantine very well together. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure how that would go at the start just because we had never, I mean, most couples had never spent that much time together. And I feel like it worked out really well for us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, piggybacking off of that, what were some of your most meaningful moments? It doesn't have to be necessarily with T, but what were some of your the highlights of this year for you? Um, some of my highlights are getting a Peloton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Um, how did I about that? Yeah. No, that for sure. And then I think like I think this year made me appreciate like the smallest moments so much more. So like being at home probably at this point, like in the month of June or something where all of us were losing our minds and just getting like the giggles and belly laughing at like the smallest thing. I think it's just like all that little stuff is like what got me through the year. Yeah. Gosh, you know, it's so, I can't believe that I'm going to say this, but it's like our mothers are very much like they are the epitome of like, they love the simple pleasures in life. And like they, the little things like that just, and I feel as though I've 
I've inherited that a little bit more this year because, mm-hmm. you know, you sort of had to, you had to take the, the, the tiny victories and the small, the smaller things like yeah. being able to, like you said, being able to spend time with family or like, you know, going to, um, even like going, even going to the Browns game a few weeks ago, like we did. The thing is, I mean, that first of all is an insane highlight in any year. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in any in any way, shape, or form, that is that is amazing. But yeah, the fact that we were able to do this one already, it just made it it heightened it so much, and it was like this is like because it's like the, the one like it's, yeah, it's like the one thing we actually got to do. Yeah, and it was it was so much. I mean, that was just something that was so unforgettable. And again, you wouldn't forget it in any other year either. Yeah, but I'm just saying that this made it. It really made it stand out because there was so little that we could do. Okay. So, uh, where did you fail and what did you learn or did you fail at all? Oh God, I'm sure I did. Um, gosh. I'm trying to think of mine too. I mean, I think I'm sure I had like a lot of tiny failures. I, can't think of anything that I've like really like, like I can't recover from failure. Um, One thing I will say, this isn't answering your question at all. um, You what? They're Forbes' questions. Well, okay. But there's, okay. I'm not answering the question that you just posed to me whatsoever. But one thing I will say, I think is like being forced to kind of slow down this year has made me prioritize well, and because it's a pandemic, it's made me prioritize my health and just like really trying to get in tune with my body. So, you know, I mean, I, we haven't really talked about like all of the hormonal stuff that I've been Mm -hmm. working on with this. Uh, we haven't talked about on the podcast really, but like getting my hormones in check and like, just really trying to like focus in on how different foods make me feel and how, you know, like just the notice, like noticing the differences that I can see in my body when I do certain things. And I think um, obviously not a failure, but that's like kind of another thing that I'm really grateful of. Cause I don't think if we would have been forced to slow down in the way that we were, I don't think I would have tackled that for like years. And I want to do a deep dive on that in the new year. Yeah, we can. I want to do a, uh, maybe one, maybe one of our first episodes back. I definitely want to do it there. Um, yeah, Cause I think sure. that's really important. And I feel like a lot of people have to do it. I, I, I struggle with that too. Um, you know, I clearly don't have enough testosterone. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I have too much, so we can really. Anyway, I think that I did fail in terms of, <laughs> I mean, I think that I did fail in terms in a lot of different ways, but in, in terms of health wise, cause you brought up a good point. It's like my health, has been at such top of mind, probably to everybody, but it was almost to a detriment. It was like, okay, this like consumed my entire life and I became like a hypochondriac overnight. And that's just not a good, I wish that I would have really been able to, I feel like now I'm way more in tune with my body and and health. So I think that I was, it ended up, that's what I learned about myself that I am able to like set things apart, but that was a real uphill battle. Like, I feel like I had COVID about 15 times because I would wake up, I would go out and I would drink and I would wake up and I would feel bad, AKA hungover, and mm-hmm. think that I was, think that I had COVID. So yeah, I think it's just, my, about, 
Can I set a goal for you for 2021? Please, please. I want you to find like like a healthy Love. balance. Because right now your entire life, regardless of aspect, is on one of the extremes. <laughs> like we're never just like chilling in the middle. I keep would it in the love, middle, Papa Will. Keep it in the yes, middle. Yes, like we just need to keep you right in the middle. And I that's your failure this year. <laughs> and every year <laughs> proceeding until I oh actually want to go back and listen to our New Year's episode or like the holiday episodes oh, last year. Yeah. I think we talked about this and I think I might have said the same thing to you. <laughs> okay, well, this was not the year to do it, okay? I know. <laughs> I feel like it. That's true. You were remember alone when we did lot. driest January? Remember when we didn't drink very much in January? Like what a waste that was. I mean, true. Now we can never go to another bar ever no, again. No, exactly. Um, okay, so last question for this is what does success look like to you next year? I just want to keep like leveling up. Like I mentioned, like with my health, and like I just want to just I feel like I'm on a good path and I just want to stay on that path. Um, and then same thing with work. Like, I just want to like, kind of step it up a notch. Yeah. I yeah. But that. I feel like all things considered this year, like it was hell. <laughs> what we've gone through is hell. Yeah. And I don't think anyone ever anticipated going through something like this, like in their whole lives, but there's also so much to be grateful for. And so even if like, the world is still shut down in 2021. I think that we're far more equipped at this point to handle something like that. Definitely. And to turn it into a positive experience. It's really good. That's a really good perspective. Thank you. <laughs> Shocker. I mean, I like, of course, <laughs> of course it is. Um, but I mean, I, I, I feel, I feel similarly. I think that being is just like leveling up and kind of, I feel like our prior if priorities have shifted this year, those priorities should take a front seat next mm-hmm. year. You know, it's like you figured out this was a rebuilding year, as they would say, and we gotta figure it, we gotta keep moving, moving um forward in that regard. So I feel like that's that's what I wanna do, but in everything personally, professionally, every everything else. So agreed. Right, those are some Forbes questions. Okay, after all of these questions. Um, I got to thinking about the new year, obviously, and you posted uh, yesterday your cosmic self-care RX on your Instagram oh, yes. story. Yeah. And can you explain what that is and uh, will you share your findings? Sure. So it's actually something that one of my girlfriends sent to me. Uh, it's all based on your birth chart. Uh, it's just a website that I use and you like plug in all your information and it tells you kind of like, your astrology chart. Is this like a, is this like an actual site? I mean, do you go to it frequently or is this the only function of it to like fill This in? is the function of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you basically put in your name, your location of birth, uh, your birth date, and then the time you were born. Okay. And so it all gives you like your astrology birth chart. And mine, Emily and I were laughing about this earlier because she did the same thing um, with her, all of her info. And mine is like scary accurate. (laughs) So um, basically, if you're not into astrology, it like won't make much sense. I'm not super into it, but we we did an astrology episode like at the beginning of doing this. I thought this would be good. Yeah. So I think um, I think horoscopes and all that stuff is just kind of interesting. It is like 
do I buy into it that much? Probably not, but it is interesting if it is really close. Um, so just, I'm a Taurus sun, which is like the, like the, I'm a Taurus. So that's basically like your head sign or whatever. I don't know what they call it. Um, I'm a Pisces moon, uh, Mercury and Gemini, Mars and Cancer, Venus and Taurus, and then Aries rising. So those are like my signs, like for my birth chart. And basically they put together like four, like what I'll just read it and then yeah. maybe it'll make more sense. So um, I am a guardian, but my emotions are rather extreme. I think in a lighthearted way, but express my energy in a protective way. In love, I seek loyalty, and my role in the world is the trailblazer. Mm, that is, is like, very accurate. I know. Emily was like, oh, my God, because I posted it on my Instagram. She's like, this is insane. Um, so then it gives you, so it lists all that stuff out for you, and then it gives you your prescription for self-care. And my prescription to start my day for sun and Taurus is stretching and enjoying a slow morning coffee, slow morning coffee for sure. I do. Whoa. I've been saying for months I need to incorporate stretching. So that's a little odd. Um, and then the prescription when you're feeling tense or stressed out for moon and Pisces is to listen to happy music and watch a lighthearted movie. So that's like what I'm going to try to start doing when I'm feeling stressed out. That's good. That's yeah. really that is we so should, very accurate. Do you know what time you were born? Yes. And I did it. Oh, you did it. Yeah, oh, okay, I perfect. It. So I can read you mine. Okay. Um, I am. Well, okay. So I'll try to do what you just said. So I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra. Mm -hmm. So I'm Libra sun, Libra moon, Mercury in Libra, Mars in Virgo, Venus in Libra, and then Virgo rising, which again, I don't know any of that. What is, what is that? Why are you making that face? Because you could not be more like Libra Virgo if you tried. No, I know. And so, okay. So then uh, it says, I am a peacemaker, but my emotions are rather charming. Obviously. Okay, relax. Uh, <laughs> I think in an artistic way, but express my energy in an efficient way. In love, I seek appreciation. Uh, my role in the world is the organizer. <laughs> Pretty surprising. Yours is not as accurate as mine. Well, no. I mean, I don't think anyone's could be. But I did find out. I found out my exact time of birth, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, I do feel like I am. A, I definitely feel like I'm a peacemaker. Um, Agreed. Super charming. Uh, no, but I uh, I do. I think I do seek appreciation. And I do feel like I do. I am an organizer. But yeah, I feel like it's my energy is not expressed in an efficient way. <laughs> That's the one that's throwing me off. <laughs> okay, so my self-care RX says, RX to start your day in sun, day sun in Libra, balance routine of beauty and business. RX, when feeling tense or stressed out from for moon in Libra, beautify for self or your home, buy flowers, get a haircut. <laughs> maybe well, that's maybe why I'm such a freak. I haven't gotten I was a haircut say, all year. Yeah, maybe you should start doing that. <laughs> Just like tiny snips. On yeah. the <laughs> that was really interesting. If you guys want to do this, for anybody who wants to do this, go to mychart.thecosmicrx.com. You do need to know your time of birth uh, for the most accurate results. Yes. But I mean, does this change over time? I mean, does it change? Like, is that always like if I put in my information, that's always what it's going to be or your birth? Yeah, because your okay. birth chart is what it your is. time of birth. Your time mm -hmm. of birth is why it's so important to have that. OK, great. All right. And now it's time. And now 
And now we're going to close out with our favorite segment, <laughs> Annie's Approval, where we get Annie's unedited opinion on the headlines at large. All right. Our first headline is, are you ready for this? We haven't done this in a while. I know. I'm so ready. <laughs> okay. Nicholas Cage will host... History. I can already tell you. I can already tell you. I do not approve because it's Nicolas Cage. All right. Well, hang on. Let me. You're going to like this. I think. I think you're going to approve. Okay. Nicolas Cage will host History of Swear Words, a proudly profane series about expletives for Netflix in January. According to Variety, the six-episode series will dive into the origins of pop culture usage, silence, science, and cultural impact of swear words such as fuck, shit, bitch, dick, pussy, and damn. In each 20-minute episode, Cage will conduct interviews with historians, entertainers, and experts in entomology and pop culture. So, Annie, do you approve? I, okay, if the story was, do you approve of this Netflix show? May, I've never approved of anything more. <laughs> Truly. I knew you would. That I love. Why is Nicolas Cage hosting it? I don't know. Like, is he a swearer? It should be like Samuel L. Jackson. Like, that, yes. that would be someone who would be great. Like, I don't know why it's Nicolas Cage. Oh, I'm so, you know who needs more hosting gigs actually is Snoop Dogg. He would be really good too. What if him and Martha Stewart did this together? That would be great. Sold. Give them Sold. all the Emmys. Or Chelsea. Like Chelsea should be on. Yes. Nicholas Cage like, doesn't care about anyone but Nicholas Cage. So no. he's like Donald Trump. It'll be stupid to watch him interview other celebrities. And uh, historians. Like, what's he going to talk about? I Do you think that they. Independence. I mean, I was, what if. Yeah. Do you think that's why they cast him? So that because they just assume that. Because he started in that movie, he can interview historians. <laughs> I guess. So. <laughs> like, I don't approve of him hosting. Okay, so that's what we got to split. Split. Yeah. That. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So, next headline is Sarah Michelle Geller and Selma Blair recreate Kiss from Cruel Intentions. Sarah Michelle Geller and Selma Blair recreated their famous Cruel Intentions Kiss pandemic style. The two former co-stars received the GOAT Legendary Lip Lock Award at the MTV Movie and TV Awards Greatest of All Time Special. That's what GOAT stands for. Living under a rock. The the, and discussed why the kiss became so iconic. I think the reason the kiss has resonated with people for so long is not just the initial shock value, Selma Blair said, adding, because it was a catalyst for so many young people to help them realize certain aspects of their sexuality and help make people comfortable to be who they really are. It also represents a paradigm shift to a new, oh wow, I almost lost my start, to a new dynamic toward acceptance in pop culture, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller said. So Annie, do you approve of, re of celebrities recreating stuff on social media? How, how did they recreate it? They just, she put, I think Sarah Michelle Geller was wearing a mask. And they kissed. Got it. For a um, pandemic style. I mean, sure. Well, okay. No, I only asked this because I think this is like the best, like one of the best things come out of 2020 is people that recreate this. And as you know, the queen of recreation is Courtney Cox, who yes. has recreated her turkey, putting a turkey on her head from Friends. She's also recreated her uh, bangs from Scream 3. Yes. Um, she's done like all these different, and a lot of celebrities have done this. I, she's just the one that. Okay. I thought you meant like specifically the situation. No, like the just kiss. in recreate, like celebrities. I'm just. Using yeah. No, I mean, I, why not? 
Because like, like all of a sudden, celebrities have to find a new way to stay relevant because no yeah. one can release like TV shows or movies. So yeah, why not? Like you, if you, especially if you have like fans for that reason, like sure. Or like the, have you seen like the elf on the shelf thing with like Reese on? Oh Reese. yeah. That Hank I haven't, Banks. I haven't like quite understood that, but I have seen it. That, it's very odd, but yeah. I, like now people like are just it. bored. I think we, you and I should do it and we could do like, um, um, uh, gosh, I wish we could do something like Channing Tatum on your shoulder, like Channing on Annie. I hate that so much. Are you frozen or is your face, or is your, are you just frozen in dis, disbelief? <laughs> you were frozen for I'm so frozen. long. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> Channing on Annie. I don't know. What about Annie on Annie? We can do Annie on Annie. Like Annie the redhead. Okay, anyway, we'll move on. I'm going um, to leave that up to you. That's okay, obviously great. not something Thank I'm going to put any time towards. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. Um, and the final one, final headline is The Crown rejects, the show The Crown, mm-hmm. rejects calls to add fiction disclaimer. According to the New York Post, Netflix is rejecting calls to add a disclaimer to its series, The Crown, that states it is a work of fiction. The drama series faced calls from key British figures to make it abundantly clear to viewers that the events depicted in the show are are fictitious, but based on actual historical events. However, the streaming giant believes the show is presented in enough context. We always have presented the crown as a drama and we have every confidence our members understand it's it's a work of fiction that's broadly based on historical events reads a a statement released by netflix as a result we have no plans and see no need to add a disclaimer annie do you approve of a disclaimer on the crown i mean do people that watch this actually think it's a documentary (laughs) I honestly don't know. I mean, I feel like it is so, some parts of that show. Do you watch that? Do you watch The Crown? I've seen the first season. Okay. It's really, I mean, I will say that I had a a lot of trouble. They switched over casts. Like they got better in the third season. And I had a lot of trouble leaving the first cast behind because I thought they were so phenomenal. But I think that it is. is, That is something that only a producer would get to (laughs) I was like, it took me forever to watch the third season. I like just finished the third season this year and started. The fact that you just said I had a lot of trouble leaving the old cast behind. (laughs) I'm so glad I don't have to watch shows from your perspective. (laughs) I mean, seriously, I I honestly, it took me so long to watch the third season, even though the cast in the the new cast is phenomenal too. Like it's Olivia Coleman who plays the she won an Oscar. Um, not for this role, but she won an Oscar and she's an incredible actress. It's just so hard not to see Claire Foy, who is the queen in the first two seasons, play the role. Anyway, I feel like the show is amazing. Like, I love the show, but the monarchy itself, not the actual, but the whole thing is so dumb. I mean, now it just feels so outdated. Yeah. Obviously they are just figureheads and it's not a real, you know, I mean, it's not a governmental position necessarily. I do think that, but I feel like to answer your question, it can be so scary accurate that you really feel like, Oh, this has to be it, but this has to be real. But 
I but legally like- they're not breaking any rules because it's classified as a drama, not a documentary. Correct. Exactly. exactly. Then- yes. No, I don't think they need a disclaimer. I think people need to just use their brains when they watch a show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, wait. So we got okay, hang on. What was that? So technically you don't approve you don't approve of a disclaimer, so that's one here. You did approve of recreation, and then we got a split. Yes. So I think we're like <clears throat> two, we're two and two. Two and two. We'll just say yeah. it like that. All right. Well, that's that's all I have for us. All right. Well, thanks for putting this all together. This I truly had no idea what I was in for. So you say, um, I feel like I feel like you say that ever. I'm gonna make like a string out of every time you say that. You should actually that would be really funny to do like all the videos of me saying I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes though I have like a general idea. Yes. Like I at least know a topic or like a segment. I didn't know anything. I like, really didn't know anything either until about two hours ago. So <laughs> perfect. Love that. Um, well, it turned out great, in my opinion. Great. Um, okay, guys. Well, if you're not following us on Instagram, please do so at Nobody's Pod, at Annie underscore Wilk, and at Bryce Advice. Same on TikTok. Twitter is at Nobody's The Pod. Same for our personals. You can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And please, if you are interested in giving us a Christmas gift, please go on to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Please. That would be the greatest gift of all. Right behind paying us for nothing. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend and, more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.